One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So, I for one am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Dori Shafrir. Mm, I'm Kate Spencer. And wow, that's kind of sexy. <laughs> yeah. And we're not experts, but we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. serums. Are you going to talk like this the whole time? <laughs> Didn't you read an email on a mini episode recently in a very sultry voice? It was. It was sultry. Yeah. Yes, I did. So I'm just experimenting. Okay. That's fine. I'm I not. Just, no, I'm not. I can't I just want to know. That. Okay. You are glowing. I am? Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Wow. Well, maybe it's this lighting. I don't know. Maybe I'm making you blush. Oh, my... maybe you are. Or maybe it's um, the announcement we want to make that we have a voicemail number, which is 781-591-0390. That's it. I've only been saying it for two years. And our email is forever35podcast at gmail.com. And you can join our Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash forever35podcast. The password there is serums. Look, leave us an app, a review on Apple Podcasts. We love it. Tell a friend. 
And you can find all the products that we mention or anything really on our website, forever35podcast.com, which has been newly revamped. Oh, yeah. It's and it's really beautiful. gorgeous. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah. Check it out. And you can follow us on Instagram at forever35podcast and on Twitter at forever35pod. And also we have some new merch. Yeah. You can find that on our website or yep. forever35merch.com. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get an Intenchi's necklace. Me too. Yeah. Cool. Or I'm going to get a necklace that says Dory. Oh, that would be weird. That's not in our merch, but what if it was? Okay. Would that be weird if one day I rolled into one of these <laughs> recording sessions with a Dory necklace? I mean, go on. It wouldn't be it wouldn't be the weirdest thing you'd ever done. <laughs> what is the weirdest thing I've ever done? Great question, Kate. <laughs> For another episode, I'm going to have to consult with your husband about. This. I mean, truly, one of the weirdest things I've ever done in the in the name of like fashion and beauty was airbrush my legs with a lotion, which I did. Oh, yes. We are going to chat a little bit up top here on this episode about our experiences at the iHeartRadio Podcast Awards. Oh, yes. Because we got glammed up. We sure did. We sure did. We were going to break down our glam because we were nominated. We were nominated for Best Fashion and Beauty Podcast. And spoiler, we won. We won an award. We won an award. I mean... Not to toot my own horn, but toot, toot, toot. I say smash that horn button, Dory, because (laughs) it was very, very cool to win an award. It was cool. And before we won, I was sort of like, eh, whatever. And then we won. And I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. (laughs) We also didn't plan on winning. So when they announced our names, we just laughed. (laughs) We did. We were like, ah! (laughs) And then we did not have anything we had nothing to say no but we were nominated alongside such awesome podcasts yeah and fat mascara naked beauty dress the history of fashion and the cut on tuesdays look at you and we beat them all (laughs) dory (laughs) just kidding i mean look it was great to meet so many people and just be around other podcasters around other podcasters see gavin degraw perform Seeing Gavin DeGraw perform was, he was very, still, he's still got it. Look, he's still got it. And and it was cool just being, like, getting to meet the people who made the um, Elizabeth Holmes Theranos, yes. the, the Dropout podcast for they ABC News. They were very cool. They were cool. We just got to chat with people. It was neat. Yeah. It was like seeing all your favorite podcast people, IRL. The guy who does lore was lurking around everywhere. Oh, he sure was. He presented an award. Conan O'Brien. Conan was there. He didn't stay for the after party, though. He didn't. Nora McInerney, our favorite Midwestern correspondent, correspondent, won an award. So anyway, that was very cool. And Dory and I don't normally glam. No, we don't. So we thought we would discuss that up top on this episode. And we should say this is a guest-free episode. Yes. We're trying out... Just us. Just us. For better or for worse. You're stuck (laughs) with us today. Yep. We're trying something new where we just have occasional episodes where it's just the two of us. (laughs) We can make it if we try. Okay. Commit to it, Dory. Um, okay, so, so I airbrushed my legs. You did. You know, when I went into your bedroom to change, I <laughs> noticed it on your <laughs> nightstand. And I was like, huh. Kate airbrushed her legs. Okay, so I've never had a spray tan. Mm-hmm. I've always, I've wanted to get one and it just feels like a lot of work. And so I've never done it. Yep. And then the thought crossed my mind because I was wearing a short dress mm-hmm. without stockings. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I don't have the energy or the time or the money. And one of my kids was all sick last week and that involved like a, a trip to the emergency room and it was a whole spiel. So instead I went to Ulta mm-hmm. and I purchased Sally Hansen Airbrush Legs Lotion. Okay. And I just rubbed it on. 
So it's not a self-tanner. It kind, I, I don't know what it is. Is it basically like tinted moisturizer for your legs? Yes, but it also like smoothed them out in a way that felt very creepy, but also wonderful. Like, I mean, your legs look great. They looked, I have, you know, I'm pretty pasty. Um, I bruise easily. Same. You know, mm-hmm. and look, no shame in loving ourselves as we are. But for this event, I wanted airbrushed legs. <laughs> So look for like eight bucks. Yeah, it was a it was kind of a fun purchase. I would definitely use it again. Was it something that you went to Ulta to get? Did you know you were going to get them, or you just saw it and you were like, "Oh, oh that no. sounds like a good idea." I went because I knew because a woman I worked with who used to work in like television news once told me about it, and she was Whoa. like, "I always use the Sally Hansen airbrush leg spray." I got the lotion and the spray and I went with the lotion. Okay. Um, but I also went to Ulta to get press-on nails. Yes. Your nails looked amazing. Because I wanted to try press-on nails because there's been a lot of changes in the world of press-on nails since we were children. There have been. The, there have been advances. Press-on nails are very good now. Uh-huh, they stay uh-huh, on. Uh-huh. And so I bought myself some Dashing Diva press-on nails. They looked amazing. Like I, That's very kind. I kind of, I was like, oh, I should have just done this because I didn't have time to get a manicure. Didn't even think about it. Exactly. I could have bought you some. Although they were like, they were like wiped out at the Ulta I went to, which makes makes me think, yes. That was where all the iHeartRadio podcast award nominees (laughs) were getting their press on now. I saw Conan there. (laughs) Uh, I just think it's a thing people are doing now because the like techno, the adhesive technology is much better than it was back when we were youngins. I was just noticing you're not wearing them anymore. No, I took them off because the following morning I had to participate in like a garden build at my children's oh, school. Sure. And how were they to remove? Pretty easy actually. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and so for you know, for me I have very short nails, I have very thin nails. Um I've gotten very into powder dip, but that kind of did a number on my nails. Yeah. So these... you had that broken nail. Yes, which a listener recently asked how that is. It healed itself. Oh, good. It good, good. Grew out. But anyway, that was the other thing I did. Press on nails. Love that it. That was like a new, a new beauty adventure for yeah. me. It was really fun. Yeah. I also shaved for the first time in like two months. Okay. I put, I'd used Wander Beauty's baggage claim eye masks mm-hmm. before I, I did my makeup. Mm-hmm. I should say I didn't do my makeup during I hired Glam Squad. We sure did. We really went for it. We did. We should tell everyone. I did not want to get Glam Squad. Dory was like, no. I wasn't going to bring it up. But since you're bringing it <laughs> I was up. like, what? Let's just do, do our own hair and makeup. And you were very, you were... You were persistent. Well, you know what it was? We recently had photos taken and I did my own hair and makeup and I thought I looked fine. I thought I looked good. And then we got the photos back and I was like, huh, I guess I did my makeup for like IRL life. And not red carpet life. And not not like photographing life. Yeah. And it's different. And it's different. And I was like, you know what? This thing is a red carpet. I've never walked a red carpet before and our award is getting handed out on the red carpet which they informed us like four days ahead of time um and you know what if i'm going to be photographed i at least i want to feel like i i look my best we're also in the fashion and beauty category and we were in the fashion beauty category so i felt like if i showed up with like i don't know bad hair and like crappy makeup people would be like what um so i said this and kate was sort of like I don't think so. Like, I don't think we need it. I don't think I'm going to do it. And then you came around. I think you saw one of the other nominees getting prepped. Yeah. And they looked amazing. And I was like, what am I thinking? Yeah. And then 
Thankfully, I'm glad we did because we got our pictures taken. Yeah, we did. Which has never happened to me in my life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I felt like we looked good. And I someone did our, good. and we got our hair done. Our hair someone done. like actually did my hair. Yep. And you had like a hairstyle. Like you were like, this is how I want my hair to look. I know. It was exciting. I had a whole theme. I, yeah. I had a cat eye for the first yeah, you time. you great. I felt comfortable and confident. Yeah. You looked mod. That's what I was kind of going for. Yeah, mod. I was into it. Um, I also want to say that I wore a Spanx bodysuit, mm-hmm. which you know, I don't mind body wear, body shape wear. Mm-hmm. I realize that that's maybe controversial, but I actually kind of like it. Mm-hmm. Um, I wore the formerly pregnant person's version of shapewear, which is huge maternity underwear. Which sounds very comfortable. It's like super comfortable Spanx. And it goes up. It goes all the way up to your boobs. Well, didn't you tell me too that you had like thought about wearing some sort of like bodysuit and then you were like, fuck this. I don't want to Well, okay. So I wore a dress from a brand called Farm Rio, which I learned about on Busy Phillips Instagram. Busy rocks that Farm Rio They make really beautiful dresses and like amazing prints. And they they had a Black Friday sale. And so I bought a couple of dresses. The dresses are low cut and one of them has an open back so farm rio also sells these bodysuits that you can wear under the dresses oh interesting so i bought a couple bodysuits because i was like i'm not really like a super low cut dress person but then when i was trying on the dress which is like it was like a caftan style dress very low cut beautiful thank you um i put on a third love bra that i hadn't worn since before i got pregnant but it sort of fits again. And it's like a very pretty fuchsia bra that kind of went with my dress. And it was like peeking out. Not, I wasn't like fully exposed, but it was kind of peeking out. And I was like, you know what? I look good. I'm going to wear this without the bodysuit. It also had an open back. So you could like see my bra, which like I historically would never do. But I was like, who cares? And then we were walking in. There was like a real housewife walking in in front of us. Actually, it was Stassi from Vanderpump Rules. I think it was actually, I think it was Erin. What's her face? I went and looked up Stassi's outfit and confirmed it oh, was, was Stassi. Oh, was it Stassi? Okay. Yeah, I was. Because first I thought it was I Stassi. Not, then yeah. I thought it was the other one. Okay, now you're saying I, it was yes, Stassi. Yes, I looked, I like Googled okay. Stassi podcast So she awards. was wearing, I mean, to be fair, she's wearing a, a bejeweled exposed bra it was cool though but she was wearing an exposed bra yeah and then i googled like bra jewelry yeah i couldn't find one if anyone has the intel on bejeweling bras i bet she just bought a bejeweled bra like i bet she bought a bra that that is that is i bet she bought a bra that is meant to be exposed i liked that i thought that was kind of a cool way to like sexy up your bra strap yeah so great she did look great um so, yeah, so I wore that dress, which was like totally outside my comfort zone, but I felt great. And I wore shoes that I bought when my book came out. So that was two and a half years ago that I've hardly worn since. They're like these beautiful hot pink <laughs> mules with these like kind of, I don't know, flower looking things on them. I'm not describing them very well, um, but I got to wear those and I felt good. And so that was really fun. I also felt really good. I rented a dress from Rent the Runway. Yes. Um, and I wore shoes that I have worn like once that I've always want an excuse to wear. And I also felt good. And I was, I went a little out of my comfort zone by mm-hmm. like getting my hair kind of done up and doing my eye makeup differently. And it felt really fun, which I think is, you know, when we talk about like beauty and beauty culture and all this stuff like the point 
of any of it for me, I hope, is to have fun. Yes. Like to express myself. And to myself. feel joyful, which is one of yes. your words, your it's word of the word. year. Yeah. And that was, I felt that the whole night. Like I felt like we were ourselves. Yep. We were comfortable. Yep. We, I don't know about you, but I felt confident. Totally. Um, And I also felt like true to myself and my style. Yes. I felt, I feel the exact same which way. Which was really cool. And it also reminded me that like, I'm rarely in a position anymore where I have to get dressed up for anything and that sometimes it's really fun to get dressed up yeah it is you know it is fun it is fun so I'll be wearing that dress (laughs) that's the other like we don't have a lot of reasons or at least I don't know about you I don't have a lot of reasons to get dressed up yeah you no but actually you you mentioned something kind of offhandedly that I was thinking about which is you said that you don't have any like fancy dresses yeah and that when you have to go to a fancy thing you always rent the runway which is great of course um and i'm like of two minds about this because on the one hand these fancy dresses like we don't wear them all that often it is kind of wasteful like maybe it does make sense to rent dresses for formal events on the other hand like i loved that i own this dress you know what i mean i do I don't know. I, I don't have the answer. I don't need I mean I would love to have a formal piece of clothing that I could wear for the occasional formal event I attend. Yes. Weather and um style, all that stuff kind of throws yeah. me every time. Yeah. Oh, we were also freezing, we should say. <laughs> we forgot that it gets cold at night in Los it, Angeles. And it was like really cold. I mean, really cold. People in the Midwest are laughing at us, but it was in the forties and neither of us was wearing a jacket. Kate had totally bare legs and a really short dress airbrush airbrush legs. legs um so that was funny um yeah oh also yeah so i didn't have time to get my nails done my pedicure had also chipped and so i just did a little touch up at your house that's the way to do it that was the way to do it um so, was there anything else we did in the the name of glamour um I don't think so. I don't think so. I think that sums it up. What were your jewels? Did you have any special jewels on? Um, I was just wearing, I now wear this necklace that I, that Matt got me for um, Christmas Hanukkah. It's one of those like Maya Brenner necklaces with the initial of Henry's initial on it. It just has an H. Um, So it's like a very thin gold chain that I just now wear all the time that he tries to pull off of me. So I'm sure it'll break really soon. Um, And then I just wore this other Madewell necklace that I got years ago that has served me so well. It's just like a gold, fake gold circle on sort of a longish gold chain. Oh, you wear that all the time. I wear it all the time. You can dress it up. You can dress it down. Um. What were you wearing jewels wise? I was wearing earrings from Target uh-huh. that are like these like dangly moon and star earrings mm-hmm. that I get complimented on all the time. I love Target for jewels. Great. Yeah. Oh, I still wear a bracelet that Anthony got me for Christmas. Oh. Yeah. Very- and you wore a headband, which isn't a jewel, but it's a look. It's a look. I also do you know that we both um, wore things inspired by Busy Phillips's Instagram because she is headbanding hard oh, right now. Oh, 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 she is our style icon. Guess what? <laughs> Guess who's back on Instagram? I'm also wearing. Me. I'm wearing uh, a dress right now that she wears all the time. Yes, Busy Phillips <laughs> is. I will say a style icon. I love her outfits. I love everything. Yeah, 
I love everything about her. I'm happy to be back on Instagram watching her life. Oh, I'm I'm happy to have you back. (laughs) I'm back a little. I'm dabbling. Okay. Um, Well, Dory, shall we take a pause? Let's take a little break. And then I'm I'm actually kind of excited because we're going to be talking about just some things we've been thinking about in terms of greening up our lives a little bit. Yeah. And one thing I have been thinking of, and we'll discuss this more, is, is doing stuff like Rent the Runway actually an environmentally sound choice because it's, I'm not participating in the consumption and purchase of clothing, but I am participating in like the shipping and carbon footprinting of the world. So I'm, mm-hmm. I've been going back and forth on this as I think about some of my practices. I don't know. Food for thought. Okay. Anyway, we'll be back. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got what? to tell you. Okay. Yeah. This is what's so great about Quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly... Uh, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, If you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's 
vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Super Power Short. The Super Power Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that my, thing every day. I do too. Uh, it's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get oh, into okay, it. Do you want to tell me why? No, no. I was just <laughs> going to say like, I, I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh, God, like get this off of me. No, thank <laughs> once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see how also, it could like, be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year, I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the US and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So, this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm I hearing mean, those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be Redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one -on -one classes with the world's best. And right now, 
our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. Okay, so this is something that came up a little bit in a conversation we were having recently, and we wanted to explore it on the pod. Mm -hmm. And I think especially you have been doing a lot of reading and research about individual environmental practices. Yes. Would you say that's accurate? I think that is accurate. Um, But, you know, I think you and I would both agree, correct me if I'm wrong, that like individual actions are great, but ultimately I think it's the the bigger government and business actions that are really going to change. Yes. Corporate practices, corporate practices, practices on a global scale. But we can pressure governments and businesses to change yes. as individuals. Anyway, just want to preface everything by saying that. That being said, I do think that there are ways that we can all be less wasteful. Definitely. Not to, I'm, and I don't want to be like luxury. Or sanctimonious. Or sanctimonious. Especially because I think we would also say about ourselves, we are deeply imperfect. Totally. And total. And we are learning as we go. Yes. And also realizing we are coming into this conversation with many different forms of privilege that allow us to participate in this way. Mm -hmm. So just throwing all those things out there. Yes. Right. So with all of that being said, I have been trying to really take a hard look at all of my consumption practices. Like down the line. Down the line and where I can, you know, reduce, reuse, recycle. The three R's that everyone talks about. Um, So first of all, I've been doing a lot of reading about how recycling is kind of a scam. Go on. Um, Especially there's a, there's also an, a segment on KCRW, the one of the NPR stations here in LA recently about how, especially in Los Angeles, recycling is a scam because years ago to like save money, they decided that all of like paper and plastic would be combined yes. in one bin and that they would like sort it later. But like that hasn't, that doesn't really work. And that most of the stuff we put in our recycling bins in Los Angeles, like, does not actually end up getting recycled. So would, if if one were to go to an actual recycling center, break out their plastic based on the number, break out their paper, that is, like, the method to do it. Yes. Um, But, like, that is, I think that is unrealistic to ask of people. I know people who do it. Sure. But, yes. I think on a grand scale, I don't think that that is realistic. Um. And it's frustrating that, like, our government has provided this solution for us that is, in fact, not a solution at all. So that was sort of where I was starting from. And then I thought, you know what? Maybe the goal here is to try to reduce my reliance on the recycling bin by not consuming as much stuff that needs to be recycled. I like where this is headed. Particularly single-use plastics. Oof, yeah. Which, man, I'm struggling with. But I'm trying to make some small changes. So I started, I switched over to bar soap and shampoo. I'm still finishing up some old bottles, but I have, I started using some bar soap and bar shampoo um, just to like test it out. I took, got the Moon Valley Organics Herbal Shampoo Bar in mm. lemongrass. Do you like it? I do like it. Just kind of like rub it over my head Interesting. Okay. and lather it up. Um, and then I've been using the Dr. Bronner's uh, Lavender Bar Soap. Oh, 
which I didn't is, realize they made bar soap. Yes, they okay. make bar soap. And it's like lovely and costs like $4. I love Dr. Bronner's. Yeah. And comes in just like a, you know, piece of paper. Um, so that's one thing. Using cloth napkins, that's obviously not plastic, but also, you know, reducing my reliance on paper. Especially, um, um, it's my understanding that like a lot of, and I need, I again need to do way more research on this, but like, like toilet paper is made from first cut. Tr- What's the proper way of saying this? A lot of toilet, like new growth, new growth. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that is, which I'm like, my family is straight up addicted to cottonelle toilet paper, mm-hmm. which is all new growth toilet paper. Mm-hmm. So, well, you've been very inspirational with on the cloth napkin front. I do use cloth napkins and cloth um, paper. Ta- like I have a big stack of cloth towels that we use instead yes. of paper towels. Yeah. So I'm trying to use dishcloths and washcloths where I can instead of paper towels, using bees wrap instead of saran wrap, um, using reusable fruit and vegetable bags at the grocery store or just not using those fruit and vegetable bags at all. Like, like if you get like two avocados, do you need to throw them in a thin plastic bag? You don't. No. No. Um, so, but then I got these reusable fruit and vegetable bags and trying to remember to take them. And then also you can put bulk stuff in them. Um, so that's another thing that I'm trying to do using stasher bags, glass containers, basically anything else besides Ziploc bags to store stuff like leftovers or bringing food somewhere or whatever um just trying to do that um the wire cutter had a really helpful guide to reducing plastic use and one of the things that they did say was to use everything you already have and if possible reuse it so really trying to focus on that as well so like for example i got some talenti gelato yes and now i use that the container it came in as tupperware okay exactly Got it. Okay. Exactly. Done and done. Um, bread bags. About... Bread bags make great storage. Oh, interesting. I just save everything and then yeah, try that's to like a good scrap one. my way through it. Um, I'm curious what your kind of like kitchen and bathroom. Well, not great. I will say like I have been doing, I have, I have dabbled in things like buying glass soap containers and then um, like using my own, like buying Oh, I can't think of the word. What am I trying to say? Buying my own containers for like hand soap. Oh, like dispensers. Yes. And then just like pouring in. Yeah. But then I'm still using plastic. I right. I have glass spray bottles that I use for like my counter sprays and I've made my own sprays and I've done, I've dabbled in all of that to a limited degree of success. I mean, I think the biggest thing for me has been reevaluating my beauty products Yeah, and how much plastic waste I am making as one consumer. I mean, just, you know, and and I I also think like we can be conscious of it, but like working yourself up into a catastrophic spiral is also not helpful. Mm -hmm. But I have just started like really reevaluating like what is my what do my products come in? What am I buying? I can be more thoughtful about this. I can look at the the practices of the companies I'm buying from and choose wisely yep. in that regard. So it's it's kind of just like a reexamining, you know, and like I was telling you about um shopping off of Rent the Runway. Yes. I really like shopping off companies like Poshmark. Yeah. Real real for secondhand clothes. Uh I'm in a pair of secondhand shoes right now that I got on Poshmark. 
But then I have been thinking about like in doing that, am I, am I still contributing to harmful practices in other ways? Like what is the waste? What is the paper waste being used? What Mm -hmm. is the, Mm -hmm. again, the carbon footprint of Mm -hmm. things being shipped to me? So I don't know. I don't know the answer, but these are like privileged problems to be having, to be considering in terms of like, where am I getting my secondhand clothes? Like that's, yeah, a fortunate consideration, but it is, you know, the th- I, I, I worry that the things that I think I'm doing to make a difference yeah. are possibly still harmful. And at that point, I'm like, well, where where should I be putting my energy? So one thing I am doing is that I've gotten involved with an env- the sustainability and environmental group at my kids school because that feels impactful. It's local and um, it's volunteering. I I'm really enjoying it. We've, we're working on sustainability practices at our school. Um, we installed a new garden, which is really wonderful. I'm learning a ton from the people that I'm doing it with. The other parents are really knowledgeable. And they've also started environmental groups for the kids at the school. And both my kids participate. And now my children are like these activists who made all, they, they made Christmas presents for our family out of trash. Like they just have become really interested and thoughtful and will call me out on stuff that's really cool yeah it is and so part of part of my thinking is like my hope is that they are they're being educated about this stuff and and they're also becoming like outspoken advocates from a young age and so their awareness is going to be so much better and stronger than my own um what else have i been doing oh i mean i i also think like Uh, the other thing I'm really thinking about this year is educating myself Mm -hmm. in the different ways, you know, that I, my individual abilities impact the environment and then really educating myself on local and larger government and voting for people who are supporting policies that help our environment. Yeah. I mean, like, I think that that is a, I mean, you can see it because our current president pulled us out of the, Paris Climate Accord, you know, so like who we vote for really matters and how um, we take care of our communities, both locally and on a larger scale and a global scale. You all know this, but it's something I think about all the time. Yeah. And like I definitely am more, way more invested in local government than I ever used to be. I also just want to recommend a product from my friend Ikea. Mm -hmm. They make the best reusable shopping bags the best they're a dollar 99 uh they kind of look like those bagu shopping bags that kind of fold into themselves Mm -hmm. but they're much cheaper and they're great i keep them in my car i keep them in my bag we use them for everything i know a lot of us are like overflowing with canvas bags yes uh and i know that is its own kind of problematic situation um but anyway, I just want to recommend those reusable shopping bags. I love them. And then I think, you know, thinking about doing something that you have actively done, which is eating more plant-based, mm. returning to my old plant-based ways. Mm-hmm. You're full vegetarian now. I try to cook a few vegetarian dinners a week for my family. That's where I'm at. That's great. Yeah. I mean, the vegetarianism thing for me is interesting because it definitely, it was motivated by these sort of ethical considerations that. I thought a lot about after I had Henry, but certainly the environmental impact of becoming a vegetarian is also really important to me. Um, So I feel good about that. Now, 
that being said, I feel like I could be a better vegetarian if I cooked more. And I do try to cook, like I, I really do try to cook a lot. Um, but I still feel like I'll suddenly be like, oh, there's no food in the house. I'm home alone with Henry. I have to order takeout. Like I have to order delivery, which, you know, comes in packaging and someone has to drive to get it. Like it's just, it's not, and it's expensive. Like it's just not great. So one of the things that I'm trying to do in 2020 is not rely on delivery um, as much as I have been. And to you're really good at meal planning and I would like to be better at meal planning. And, you know, that'll be interesting for me also as Henry gets older, you know, and starts eating like more real food, meal planning for him. Um, so I'm thinking about that. Um, another kind of small thing that I'm going to try to do is I would like to start riding my bike when it's feasible for like short trips I don't have to like transport Bo or Henry somewhere, um, you know, replacing, even just replacing a couple of car trips with a bike trip. I think I would like, I would feel good about that. So I'm going to try to do that too. You also have on our list, ye old Amazon shoppie. Yes. Ye old Amazon shoppie. Um, so I, full disclosure, I have, you know, I still buy stuff from Amazon. I've not I've not been able to fully break my Amazon habit. Me too. Um, I have reduced the amount of stuff I buy from Amazon and I definitely always try to buy it locally first. Um, you know, I, I don't buy books on Amazon anymore. Um, if there's like stuff for Henry, I'll buy it at Target. Like I, I really try to not buy stuff on Amazon. Occasionally there is something that like either because I need it quickly or you know it's something that I can't find anywhere else I will buy it on Amazon now I did learn something recently that you can request that Amazon not use plastic bubble wrap or packaging that you're that if stuff needs like padding that it come with like brown paper um padding or whatever it's called um and so I requested that the other day through just through chat in the Amazon app I haven't gotten a shipment from Amazon since I requested it. So I don't know if this will actually We get the paper work, from but, Amazon. Yeah. So I didn't even know that that was an option. It's great crafting paper too. Oh, good to know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They, they don't advertise that, but that's something that you can do. So, you know, in an ideal world, I wouldn't use Amazon at all. But, you know, as we said at the top, this is not an ideal world. And occasionally I have to use Amazon. Yeah. I mean, um, we are imperfect humans. We are imperfect humans. That's like number one, the number one uh, thing you need to know about this podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> not experts, not perfect, but totally. nor, nor is anyone. I mean, it's, no. it's virtually impossible. And I do think like systemic change is a really valuable place to put energy and focus. I agree. The other place that I'm really going to try to put my energy and focus is like, really focusing on the reduce aspect of reduce, reuse, recycle and just not buying as much stuff and really thinking twice before I buy anything and asking myself, like, is this something I really need? Is this something I'm really going to use? If I do buy it, use, use it all, you know, not get rid of half of something. Um, buy secondhand where I can, but, and just like reusing things as much as possible. But the, 
you know, and I've talked a lot about how I feel like I have too much stuff. Um, and so I'm really trying in 2020 to not buy as much stuff. Now we're about to move and there's just like stuff we're going to need for the house. You know, that's just the reality of it. Um, but I'm hoping that I can be sort of a more conscious consumer about all of it. How does this go? I mean, this was a question we had on a mini episode a while back, if you recall. It was a listener who called in whose partner was not on board with making changes in their family uh, that would like environmental changes yes. in their family. Now, how does this go in your household? <sighs> So I, I recently talked about this with Matt that like I really want to try to um, reduce especially my single-use plastic. Matt gets meal meal delivery. He has a meal delivery service. Um, he's, I you know, I don't really want to go into it, but he has a lot of issues around food and this meal delivery service was something that gives him structure and um, really ensured that he was at least eating a couple of healthy meals. Um, however, it's a lot of plastic and it was like really bothering me. And I said to him, like, if you, if you continue to get these meals, like I need to know that you're eating all of them because sometimes he wouldn't eat them. And also like, I want to reuse all these plastic containers. So one thing that he did is he's not getting as many meals from them as he used to. So he, you know, he made that change um, to try not to waste as much food. Um, and then I've been trying to reuse the containers that everything comes in. So it's not ideal. Um, but just trying to like acknowledge that people aren't going to make 180 degree changes all at once um, and just like reduce where we can. I mean, like he biked to work today. He's a big bike to worker. Yeah. So like, I love that he does that. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think, but I think there's like, there's obviously more that we could be doing. We both drink a lot of, um, I drink a lot of seltzer. He drinks a lot of energy drinks. Like I would like to not buy seltzer anymore. I just finished all the seltzer that was in my fridge and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to buy it for a while. See how that goes. Um, you know, again, just like seeing where in my life I can just kind of like stop doing things that I think are wasteful or where I know that the stuff is going to like end up in the recycling bin. Do you use a menstrual cup? I do not. Kate, I will tell you, I have a very light period. Well, don't <laughs> brag anymore, Dory. Um, I have for a long time. Cool. Um, <laughs> great. I'm jealous. <laughs> Sorry. It's like a, a flow, an unstoppable flow over here. Um, and yeah, I know that I shouldn't use tampons, but I really don't use that many. Look, we have a great tampon sponsor. And so. we have a great tampon sponsor. Um, whose t products I really like. Um, so no, I'm not using menstrual cup. Well, I tried a product that I loved for my period and then was like, oh my God, this is so fucking wasteful. And it's called a soft disc. Okay. 
and it's literally like a tossable menstrual cup, but it's it's a disc shape. It's like a cervical disc, basically. Oh, interesting. So you kind of, because I would use a menstrual cup, and it, I never, and tr- I have tried many different sizes. I have never successfully mastered a menstrual cup. If someone wants to teach me how, I am open. <laughs> I I want nothing more than to use a menstrual cup, but I've just never been able to make it make it work. But these discs, I just grabbed them recently while I was just like looking for medicine for my kid, and then they were great. But they were, it's like it felt very wasteful. And then yeah. I was like, but I love it. But I'm wasting. But I love it. Yeah. But I'm wasting. So I also think like, but for me, I have a very heavy period. I tend um the heaviest days I'm blasting through tampons mm-hmm, like it's my mm-hmm. jahab. Mm-hmm. So. You know, I do also think like this did make my life better, made my cramping less. So like on this instance, I'm going to say, okay. Yeah. And I think that's what like if you are going to use something that is single use, like. Is it is it worth it? I guess is like cherish it. Yeah. Is that's the question. And, you know, one of the things that I recently was like, oh, I'm going to stop using these, but I love them, but I'm going to stop using these are those little um, the plackers. Yeah. One of your like earliest recommendations. My, one of my on earliest podcast. recommendations. I, I love them, but I'm going to go back to regular old floss. I, I admire that. So those plackers are, are you going to get a water pick? Yeah, I could get a water pick. That would be even less wasteful. R.I.P. Dory's Plackers because that was an, that was like a very early on Dory. It was, and I threw one out last night, and I was like, oh, "It's one of the last plackers I'll ever use." <laughs> Got kind of wistful about it. But here we are, you know. But it is like the things that you. I mean, like when I was a kid, we used to keep paper, little tiny paper cups in the bathroom. So every night, oh yeah, I forgot. People every night, used I would to just wash that. my mouth out with a new paper cup and yes. then just throw it in the trash. Little Dixie cups, yes, yeah. And I got the and I got them a few years ago because it was almost like weirdly nostalgic for me. Yeah, and then I was like, I couldn't get over the waste. It like blew my freaking mind. Also, you know, you just use your hand to throw water up in your mouth. But yeah. Yeah. Or or a cup. Or just yeah. a regular, or a regular old regular cup. cup. Well, normally I like to say at the end of any conversation we solved it, but clearly <laughs> we've not solved it. I'd love to hear from listeners how they are making small changes in their lives. Oh, here's one thing I do at home. I compost. Oh, cool. Composting is something I have done. I've taken breaks from. I've gone back to it. I'm not great at it. Never get the right balance in my compost bin. Um, but one thing that was is great is that my local community, our um, recycling center, gives compost bins out yeah, for free. Yeah, that's really cool. So that I don't might think be... the city of LA composts. Boo. Yeah. Um, but I'm not composting. I don't give the compost back to the city. I'm composting just in my yard. Oh, for oh, myself. oh, I see. I no, see. some cities do, and yeah. it's amazing when I visit my friends in San in like Francisco Portland. and Portland. Yeah, and composting is is picked up as part of their yeah. trash trash collection. Um, but I have found compo- composting to be, as a person who like cannot do anything without making it a disaster. I have done okay with composting and I often will keep my kitchen compost in my freezer Oh, so that I am kind of reducing like smell and I have definitely let compost sit in my kitchen for a while and like maggots formed. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Look, it's a learning curve. 
Um, but that is something that I do do at home to try to reduce food waste because food waste is a huge, like that becomes a huge part of landfill waste is my yeah. understanding. So, and it is amazing. I like whenever I am really composting like in a dedicated manner, noticing the difference in our like trash is crazy. Oh, that's so interesting. It's yeah. It's fascinating. So that is something I do. Maybe not for everyone. I also have, you know, have a space to put a composting bin in my, in my yard. So anywho, Dory, we didn't solve it. We didn't solve it. But please do weigh in. Yeah, we'd love to hear more from you you all. Yeah. What you're doing. What you're not and doing. And also like what your struggles have been. Yeah. And what your successes and have been. And what your been. successes have been. Share it all. Yeah. At the number we listed earlier. <laughs> yes. Let's take another quick break. Let's do that. And we'll be right back. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older. And how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering crappiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay. I visible know. on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, mm. refreshed, they combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting-edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. One Skin believes the Amen. purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Well, it's funny, Dory, that you mentioned plackers mm-hmm. because flossing was my previous intention. It was. What floss do you use? Cocoa floss. Uh-huh. Um, a floss I got at Whole Foods that a listener recommended when I was having like a floss renaissance. Now Flossersons? I for- <laughs> Sorry. A floss. <laughs> Flossersons. <laughs> I will say, like, it's all worked the same. I like it all. And as a dentist who weighed in, a dentist listener weighed in and was like, any floss that you use is great floss. I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, weren't they like any... Anything that gets you to floss is great floss. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So like if you need it to be watermelon flavored, okay. I don't. I just like it to be smooth. My teeth are, teeth are crammed together, mm. so I need it to glide really easily. Also like glide. Um, but I've, I've done a good job. I'm so proud of Not you. Not like seven out of seven nights have I flossed, but like I'm doing better than I was. That's amazing. I would love to know like why do we do these weird little protests in our life? Do you ever do those where you like protest something that is good for you? I'm sure I do. I don't, what do is, I do? I don't. I feel like you have really good practices and you just do it. But also, I just realized I had a. I just listed our intention from my intention from oh, from two, two weeks, weeks ago. ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was flossing, but you just had flossing on the brain. Well, I'm still doing it. Actually, yes. I have to say, I'm I'm proud that you're still doing it. <sighs> yes, and I did I did a flossing on the brain because of plackers. Yeah, my intention was to read more. Oh yeah, how's that going? Oh, it sucked. I did a terrible oh, job. Okay. But then this morning I woke up at 5.45 Okay, and I went out into our TV room and I read. What are you reading? Still reading The Great Believers. How great is it? It's great. I believe it is great. (laughs) It's excellent. I'm loving it. Um, And, you know, even though like I I have not read as much this week as I would like, I have been watching TV and that has been very satisfying. And I just want to say cheer on Netflix. I know y'all already know. It is so good. It's really good. Can we get the coach on this podcast? Well, you know who is getting her on her podcast. No, I don't. Caroline. No. Yes. Caroline reached out to her on Twitter. She said and asked, yes. Yes. And said, will you come on G Thanks Just Bought It? And she responded and said yes. Monica? Monica. Monica's coming on G Thanks Just Bought It. <laughs> Y'all. So. If you aren't watching Cheer on Netflix... And if you're not listening to G Thanks, just bought it. You're missing out on two very good things. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, this week. Yeah, what are you doing this week? But it's kind of like a revisit of an old one. That's okay. Is that okay? Yeah, that's always okay. I need to recalibrate my best bedtime practices. Oh, Because okay. I've let it slide. Okay. Whenever I'm doing a good job at it, I'm like, I can have the phone in the bedroom. I can't. I cannot. Phone, kitchen, alarm. Earl set. I need to be in my bed nine thirty. Lights out ten max. Like I just have to get. Do you back have a bedtime it. alarm? No. Would I set that on my phone? I don't know. I was just thinking about that. It's I feel great, like, like someone. S- I feel like someone we interviewed had a bedtime alarm, but I maybe I'll do that for me. Set an alarm to go to bed. Yes, that's a great idea. You just gave me my intention for this week. Oh well, thank you, me. Bedtime <laughs> alarms. No, I I need to. I know this is like a recurring one for me. But I love life so much better when that stuff is in practice for me. Totally. But okay, bedtime alarm. I'm going to set one for myself because my bedtime has also been like creeping up later and Mm -hmm. I don't want it to be. Well, you've been puzzling and reading and doing so much puzzling. Are you still puzzling hard? (laughs) Yeah. Puzzled hard last night. By yourself or with Matt? 
Matt was like in the room, but I was puzzling by myself. Anthony's been puzzling hard too. I mean, look, puzzlers, real puzzle heads now. <laughs> puzzle heads. <laughs> oh, gee whiz. How about you, Dory? Last week it was bedtime, wasn't it? Oh, no, no you were purging. Sorry. I was purging. Well, okay. Recalibrate. Last week I was going to start taking a hard look at what I wanted to get rid of and how I was going to get rid of it. And? And I did. I sold a few things. I gave away a ton of beauty products. Oh, you did? I did. Um, how did I miss this? I would have taken some off I didn't. Hands. It wasn't like a public giveaway. Oh. Sorry. I see how it is. <laughs> Not privy to the private giveaways. Um, I feel like all, like ninety percent of it was stuff you also have. I know. What am I talking about? I don't need anything. And also, you just said you don't need anything. I know. I just I'm. It's that mentality of like, but what if? Totally. And it's also like, oh, it's free. I'll take it again. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But you got rid of some. stuff. I got rid of some stuff. Um, I'm giving away a bunch of Henry's baby clothes. People have said they're going to take them. Um, I would like to go through my clothes. We move really soon, so... You're moving. Yeah. I'm not sure if listeners know. Yes, I'm moving next week. <laughs> Oy. No big. No big. Um, so you're move prepping. I'm move prepping. Yeah, big decluttering in, in preparation for the move. Um, and yeah, that I mean, that really is my intention for this week is just to really prep for the move. Get everything sorted. By this time next week, will you have moved? No, I will be about to move and I will probably be a basket case. Okay, great. So it'll be fine. Just warning you. We've made it through so much. We have already. We can, ha- we can handle this move. Yeah. We can handle it. I'm just going to sit back and relax <laughs> uh... while you move. Well, Dory, we're at the end again. We are once again. <sighs> Should we say it? Yeah, let's do it. Forever 35 is hosted and produced by Dory Shafrir and Kate Spencer and produced and edited by Sammy Junio. And Sam Reed is our wonderful new project manager. Hello, Sam. Hello. Thanks, everybody. Bye.